Right now on the lineup, a deadly traffic stop. A Philadelphia police officer shoots and kills a driver who hit him with a car. Today's sentencing day for the Horsham mother found guilty of strangling her 11-year-old son. What we know about her punishment. And greener skies. Today, officials will announce $20 million to modernize Philly International and make it more eco-friendly. Flyers hockey goes outside. Tomorrow's the NHL Stadium Series featuring the orange and black. Outdoors in the elements. This morning, we're live in North Jersey for a behind-the-scenes look. Those stories and much more in today's edition of The Lineup for Friday, February 16th, 2024. The Lineup is brought to you by TD Bank, America's most convenient bank. Hey everyone, I'm ABC 10's Keith Jones. And I'm Lucy Bustamante. We're going to get you up to speed with what you need to know today. So right now, a Philly police officer in the hospital. The driver is dead after a traffic stop that turned very violent. At some point, police say that the driver hit the officer, pinned him against a wall. As NBC 10's Matt DeLucia explains, people jumped in to help police during all of it. Quite a series of events, and the police commissioner says he is thankful for the three civilian witnesses who jumped in to help detain one of the suspects, a passenger in the car. Now, all of this happened during a traffic stop last night around 7 o'clock in the Longcrest neighborhood. The witnesses saw the stop happening. They helped block the road for the officer and then watched as the driver backed into the officer's car. So the officer got out, went up to the vehicle, and then here's what happened according to the commissioner. Those independent witnesses say at some point they see the door open and then at some point they see the car turn into the officer, striking him and pinning him against the wall. At that same time, they also see a passenger exit that vehicle. Those same civilians and independent witnesses were able to grab that person and detain them. And while that was happening, the driver who was shot by the officer did try to get away, but officers found the car just a couple of blocks away. Uh, that suspect had been shot in the head and body by the officer, and he died here a short time later at Einstein. We're told that the injured officer was wearing a body camera, so that will likely be looked at as part of this investigation. And the injured officer has those injuries to his legs. He is recovering here at Einstein. In Logan, I'm Matt Delusha. NBC 10 News. Matt, thank you. Montgomery County woman will be sentenced today just one day after she was found guilty of strangling her son to death. This is an awful, awful story. Ruth Durando Whitehead walking out of the courtroom in Norristown yesterday after the verdict in handcuffs. Prosecutors say she killed her own 11-year-old son with her husband's belt last April. Whitehead's defense, her defense team claimed that she was suffering a severe mental health breakdown, but the judge rejected that argument. Her lawyer says that they will appeal that verdict. Whitehead is facing mandatory life in prison. All right, now on to this tragic discovery inside of a home in Philly's Holmesburg neighborhood. A husband, wife, and their daughter are found dead in their home. Investigators believe carbon monoxide killed them. Firefighters were called to the home on Ashburner Street around 1 o'clock yesterday. That's where they found three family members inside. Jorge Cardona, Maricel Martinez, and their daughter, Angelina Cardona Martinez. Investigators say they were called for a wellness check after Maricel didn't show up to work for days. Firefighters believe the family died from carbon monoxide poisoning and there were high levels of the deadly gas in the home. We spoke to the victim's family and friends last night. He's always talking to us and we get, sometimes I run to him for advice, you know, but very sweet, very humble, extremely humble and so loving. We also heard from Maricel's mother, who says her granddaughter was a very happy and friendly girl who made friends wherever she went. My goodness. So sad, right? It's hard, yeah. 
SEPTA's top officials warning about potential service cuts and fare hikes. So she says that those could happen in the near future if the state legislature does not approve Governor Josh Shapiro's proposed funding boost for the mass transit system. So governor wants to increase funding for SEPTA by $161 million. But the top Republican on the House Appropriations Committee called that a mass transit bailout and suggested that local governments pick up the tab. SEPTA General Manager Leslie Richards says that her agency is facing a financial crisis as the federal funding it got during the pandemic runs out. Richards says that without the state money, fares could go up by 30 percent and service could get trimmed by 20 percent. If we do not get the money by July 1st, some hard decisions are going to be, ha you know, have to be made. So we asked Richards about potential layoffs, and she says right now the plan would be to not hire rather than lay people off. All right, new upgrades are coming to Philly International. The mayor and others announced plans for $20 million in new infrastructure through the Bipartisan Infrastructure Act. The money's going to upgrade outdated HVAC and electrical systems and also help make the airport more environmentally friendly. Flyers fans, are you ready? The Broad Street Bullies are set to take on the New Jersey Devils in the NHL's first stadium series of the year. That's right. MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, has been transformed into an outdoor arena for the really big game. So let's show it to you. This is the time lapse. Crews have been working for more than a week to get the field ready. Thousands of fans will pack the home of the New York Giants and Jets for this big rivalry game. NBC10's Brenna White has a preview from East Rutherford. The ice is frozen and so are we out here at MetLife Stadium. Take a look. You can see the rink is ready to go for tomorrow's game. The stadium series kicks off at 8 o'clock tomorrow with the Flyers taking on the New Jersey Devils. It's going to be a great rivalry game. Take a look to your right. You can see they've got a couple of smaller rinks set up as well so that the Flyers that have paired up with a nonprofit organization can have some kids get out here and play during one of the intermissions. It's going to be such a fun weekend and this is nothing new for the Flyers. In fact, tomorrow's game will tie them up for most outdoor games appearances. They're hoping to make their sixth outdoor game a win. The last time the team made the playoffs, a playoff run was 2020, so hoping to get back there. Right now, they're ranked third in the Metropolitan Division, while the Devils are ranked fourth. Former Flyer Scott Hartnell says the outdoor game is a lot of fun, but the players take it seriously, too. Yeah, being a former player and playing in two of these outdoor games, it's incredible. The most important part of this this whole weekend is the game itself. So it's kind of hard to kind of shut out the noise of, of all your friends and family enjoying the game. But it's a special game uh, yeah, I played into. Take it all in every single second of every game, even the TV timeouts. So it, a pretty cool experience and uh, the Flyers are fortunate enough to have another one. If you are headed here for the game, here's what you need to know. The Fan Festival at MetLife Stadium starts at 2.30 on Saturday. It runs until 6.30. You're going to see a lot of fun, interactive events. They've got a hat trick challenge, a digital hockey rink, of course, food and drinks, and a whole lot more. Back out here, the Jonas Brothers are playing at 6.30. They're also playing during one of the intermissions of the game, so you get a little bit of a concert, a little bit of a game, and a lot of fun. Just make sure you bundle up if you are headed out here for the weekend. I'm reporting from MetLife Stadium. I'm Brenna Weick, NBC 10 News. Brenna, thank you. NBC Sports Philadelphia's Ashlyn Sullivan will have complete coverage of the game tomorrow. She'll have live reports from MetLife Stadium on NBC 10 News at 6, and we'll bring us all the fun from the game at 11 o'clock. Right, literally living history. Up next, by someone will soon be calling a tavern from the 1700s home. You're going to need to see this story. We're going to be right back in 30 seconds. Here we go. Here I go again. 
Introducing the all-new TD Clear credit card with no late fees and no interest, just a simple monthly fee. That's predictability, even when expenses aren't. Four dollars? That's bananas. It's a pair. Oh, man. The all-new TD Clear credit card. That's how credit can be unexpectedly human. Call 1-844-TD-CLEAR for details about credit costs and terms. MVP. That's right. We're excited to announce that NBC10 and Telemundo 62's Weather Education Day. It is returning for its 10th year, and students from across the area, they are invited to join the First Alert Weather Team on Thursday, May 23rd. They're going to be doing really cool experiments on the field just to show how weather can impact baseball. And then the kids can stick around to watch the Phillies take on the Texas Rangers at 1 o'clock. You can find out much more information at NBC10.com slash weather education. All right, well, the SPCA is looking for people to foster eight puppies rescued from a suspected dog fighting ring in Monmouth County, New Jersey. Yeah, workers say the dogs were thin. They were kept in crates. The animals had scars and wounds from fighting the other dogs. All of them were found in a home in Neptune Township last weekend. Thankfully, they're being cared for now. So far, we've behaviorally assessed a few of them, and what we're seeing is really nice social behaviors with people. Um, we're still, you know, not going to test the waters with other dogs. Uh, we want to keep their stress level down. It's why we are looking for foster for them. Yeah, the Monmouth County SPCA is looking for eight separate families to open up their homes. They're only asking for uh, adults only, so no kids in the house with no other pets. That's so really important. Yeah. I know, right? Because they've been conditioned now at this point. Right. It's so sad. <laughs> A piece of history in the Jersey Pine Barrens will soon get a new caretaker. But it's going to have to be somebody that doesn't mind being alone, isolated. Cedar Bridge Tavern sits in a remote section of Barnegat Township. It is the site of the last known skirmish of the Revolutionary War in 1782. And despite the isolated location, the recently restored building and its exhibit, they are drawing a crowd. Visitors go there. The county's going to have a full-time caretaker live on the secluded property to help keep a watchful eye. We just want to protect the building from vandalism, arson, the most historic site in the county. So a current county parks employee who's yet to be chosen will become the caretaker and will live in a modern apartment on site, hmm. paying a reduced price for rent. And the caretaker will also have chores on the site and interact with visitors. So they got to still pay rent, even though they're working out there. Is that not wild? Yeah, I, I thought about that too. So yeah. here's some chores. Here's, you live here for rent. <laughs> what would they pay, though? I, I know. Mean, Hopefully I, it's a real minimum amount here, right? We've got questions. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> awards season continues in Hollywood this weekend with the People's Choice Awards right here on NBC10. Yeah, Sunday ceremony will be hosted by Hollywood star Simu Liu. He's, the name suggests the People's Choice Awards voted on by the public. There will be also special honors for Lenny Kravitz and Adam Sandler. Don't miss the People's Choice Awards this Sunday night at 8 o'clock. And be sure to stay tuned for NBC10 News at 11 o'clock after that. There's a big shift to the way people are shopping, Luz, right? More mm -hmm. people trying to stay with those store brands to make every uh, penny count. That's right, and that's what's topping the CNBC Business headlines today. The less expensive alternative is private label foods. They're being called dupes. And the experts say that the social media generation loves them. After years of dealing with higher prices and shrinking the packaging, consumers now have the upper hand. So this week, retail giant Target is expanding its less expensive store brand items to more than 2,000. It's an interesting flip of the script. With the levels of inflation that we've been dealing with in the last few years, this is a, a clear response to that kind of economic pressure. 
Frugal consumers may slow price hikes. Economists are saying don't expect prices to go back down to pre-pandemic levels because deflation would then mm. hurt all the businesses and cause issues like higher unemployment. So it's all about balance. Yes, it is, right? Life is all about balance, huh? There you go. Another metaphor for it. <laughs> Wendy's. Oh, but look, how can we dare keep our balance with this <laughs> food in front of our face? Cinnabon from Wendy's. It is now on the breakfast menu. The Cinnabon pull-apart. It's a warm dough dunked in glaze, baked with cinnamon and sugar, and then brown butter. Oh, my God. And topped off with frosting. Lucy, you're doing it for me. Jeez. Ah, Wendy's is where you get it. February 26. <laughs> I mean. Oh. It sounds delicious, and then you probably hate yourself afterwards, but oh, does it probably sound so good. You need like a really good nap oh. after that. Game. Yes, <laughs> that's right, that's right. You absolutely do, right in front of the couch, right on the couch, so right in front good. of the TV. Oh, boy. Okay, that does it for today's edition of the lineup. Hope we're not too hungry. Right? For Lucy Bustamante, I'm Keith Jones. Catch us weekdays from 4 to 7 a.m. Also, watch uh, NBC10 News updates right here on the NBC10 app. Have a great day and a great weekend. Bye.